Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swinehouse every Monday night from 8 to 10 on Broad Avenue at the Rec Room every Tuesday night from 8 to 10, downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, and on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. It's time for Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Live from the legendary Sports 56 studios at Flynn Broadcasting in Memphis, here's your host, Kevin Cerrito. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome in, everybody. I am CJ Hurt filling in for Mr. Cerrito. He is on assignment somewhere far, far away. Uh, and this is Cerrito Live. Thank you guys for making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. And we have a great show for you lined up here. And it's going to be fun as it always is. But first, let me give you the quick rundown. You know, we got Marcus Hunter and Trending Topics coming up first. Then we will have uh, some breakfast people coming in. Not breakfast, but breakfast. Fest. We will have uh, Andy Wells and Christian Yates coming in or calling in rather to talk to you about that fun festival. And speaking of fun festivals, Burger Fest is right around the corner. So Seth Agronov will be coming in. will calling in to discuss that with us. Then we will have Ben Garrett of OMSpirit.com and vSport O Network. He will come in to talk a little bit about University of Mississippi football game. They got a big game going on down there in Mississippi. Well, down in Alabama at the University of Mississippi, uh, the Rebels will be taking on the Crimson Tide today at 8. A lot of national implications and division implications as well going on with that game. And then we will end the show with uh, Kevin Cerrito and Dustin Starr, a little WWE Raw uh, recap since they were in Memphis this past week. Well, this Monday, not past week, but this Monday they were in Memphis. And so, yeah, that is the show. Uh, but like I said, we are joined always first segment by Mr. Sweet T, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Double underscore, Mr. Marcus Hunter. What's going on? Yeah, what's up, CJ? Man, nothing much. I can't call it, man. Uh, man. So did you guys uh, fire Cerrito? Yo, <laughs> you're, the, you're the second or third person that asked me that question. Drew, can we, we do that? I don't think we can, but I, and I don't think I want to fire Kevin. He's a great guy. He's got to take yeah. care of Tam Cam and everything. Oh yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> got to take care of. Listen, listen, listen. One one thing I do know that uh, when it comes to uh, work for your woman, yeah, that woman's gonna come first. <laughs> listen, Always, you know, definitely. Yeah. Right, listen, listen. It's, it's, it's life as a man. Yeah. No, you always got to do what she says because if you don't, your life becomes 
exponentially more difficult. <laughs> you just can't measure how difficult your life becomes because you want to do what you want to do and not what she told you to do. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, one of the uh, uh, Seattle uh, Seahawks players, uh, when um, talking about Chester, he, he, he said that, you know, he has a wife and three children, so he can't hold out the same way <laughs> other people can. He, he doesn't have that option. No. And so, yeah, you know, we, we just we just lose out. It just makes you less flexible, man. It just does. The, the things I was able to get away with when I was single, uh, I'm no longer able to get away. You know, you remember how I used to wear all those Ninja Turtle t-shirts? Yeah. Yeah, nope, can't do that anymore. Well, you, know what? you know what? I'm not even, I'm not even mad at her for that one. <laughs> I am. I love my Ninja Turtle t-shirts. I've, I've had to retire my Ninja Turtle t-shirts. Oh, well, you can't wear them at all? I, not if I know I'm going to see her. Oh, my goodness. You can't let a woman That's, change uh, your style, man. Well, you you got to be you. Listen, on the plus side, you get to see her. That, that, so, is, you know, that is the plus. I will, exactly. I will sacrifice a t-shirt if that means I get to spend the day holding my baby's hand. Exactly. But like you said, you know, when it's that situation, it's whatever the woman says. Yeah, but I still have them. I still wear them from time to time. It's just if I'm if I'm hit it over there, Drew, I, I always keep an extra T-shirt in the car to change into. Yeah, this is something Drew probably hasn't learned yet. You know, he's still young in the game. Oh, Drew, I know, I know the game. Don't don't tell me I don't know what I'm doing. You know what you're doing, Drew? Oh, of course I know what I'm doing. When's the last time you had a girlfriend? April. <laughs> Nice. By choice, though. That was my choice. Oh, play a player. Brush your shoulder off. Pop that collar a little bit, Drew. You know, I do what I do. I do what I can. <laughs> Mark, you ready to get into some trending topics, man? I'm ready. Let's do it. Trending topics. All right. The first trending topic. Trending topic. Bama hate week is upon us. The game is here now, Marcus. Uh, is that is Bama good enough to stop that old Miss offense? Um, you know, um, if any team can do it, it would be Alabama. It's going to be interesting to see what this Ole Miss offense is made of because the one thing that we have yet to see is Kelly under duress in the pocket. And we have all day to sit back there and, and you know, pick a defensive part. It's great. But what Alabama's going to bring to the game is pressure, and it's going to be interesting to see how he reacts under that pressure. Did you hear Chad Kelly's rap? Drew and I were listening to it this morning. It, it might be one of the greatest football player raps of all time. Have you heard it yet, Marcus? I haven't heard it, but you know what? My co-anchor Keegan, I don't know if it's a new rap or an old one, but, but she said she heard it, and you know she's not a big fan of it, so I haven't heard the rap. But you're saying it's pretty good. It's, it's good in a bad way. Like, not oh. bad meaning good, but bad meaning bad. Oh, um, it is it oh. is old, but it, it made it. I think it came out this summer, and so then it, no Eminem. He, he, no, he, oh he god, no. oh oh goodness gracious, no. Oh okay, no, he's not even an M. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. Um, no, it came out. I do believe this summer sometime, and then uh, basically Chad Kelly's been blowing up because he's thrown for all these yards and leads the highest scoring offense in the nation. And so what there was no video for it. It was just an audio track and somebody made it into a video with cats and explosions and Chad Kelly saying Chad Kelly. Really, Marcus, all the rap is is Chad Kelly saying Chad Kelly over and over and over and over and over again. I wanna have a listen to this Chad Kelly rap, you know. Because I wanna hear uh I wanna hear this MC. Does, does he have a rap name or is it just uh Chad Kelly? I think it's Swag Kelly. 
Swag Kelly. Swag actually, Kelly, baby. Actually, I like that. I do like the name. I like the name. Well, he's going to swag in there into Bryant-Denny Stadium. Like I said, he's leading the it's best offense be in the nation. Loud. It's going to be gonna great. Be loud. Uh, the This is per, what's my man's name? This is per Spencer Hall of SB Nation. Since 2000, four teams have hung up 70 points in back-to-back <laughs> games. 2013 Baylor, 2010 Wisconsin, 2004 Texas Tech, and this year's Mississippi squad. Wisconsin and Baylor, they finished 11 and 2 in those years, and Texas Tech went 8 and 4 because their defense was abysmal. So, Marcus, I ask you, how good do you think this Ole Miss team can be? I think they could be around the 10 2 range. You know, I think that they're going to have some hiccups along the road because, you know, they have just too many, uh, you know, guys who are not able to play right now, and you still have that young quarterback. And you're not really sure what you're going to get with him when he gets deeper to that SEC uh, uh, schedule. So, you know, not to say that Ole Miss is not a good football team because offensively and defensively right now they look like they are one of the better teams in the nation. But when it comes to the SEC schedule and that long grind, I think the Rebels are going to slip up somewhere along the line. And it's probably going to be, uh, you know, because of deficiencies at the quarterback position just when you have a young guy. Nothing against Kelly. I think he's doing a fantastic job. But he's still new to SEC football. So, Marcus, who are you taking in this game? Swag Kelly in the University of Mississippi or Alabama and Nick Saban? Man, you know my hate runs deep. Above <laughs> <the stage. laughs> I, ju- I just want to hear you say it, man. Oh, oh man. I, however, I cannot bring myself to pick the Ole Miss Rebels, even though um, and, uh, they are favored to win the game. And I think this is the first time since Nick Saban's been there that Alabama has been a, a home underdog uh, against an opponent. But I, but I do think that this is one of those games where Kelly being young is going to play a part in what happens. And I think Alabama's defense is going to be able to get it done down the stretch. And I, and I think it's going to be Alabama winning this game. Final score, I'm going to put it around you know, 34-31. Well, here's, here's some interesting history when it comes to this rivalry. Uh, University of Mississippi has never, Marcus, never beat Alabama in back-to-back years, and they are 135-1 all-time versus Alabama in the state of Alabama. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to win there. You know, Brian Denny, uh, listen, Brian Denny Stadium does not get the credit it deserves for how loud it gets inside of that building. I mean, I know Death Valley is Death Valley. And I know, you know, Tennessee, you have 105,000 screaming fans. But trust me, when you get down there on the ground, on the ground level of Brian Denny, and the fans get you going, and, the, and then the elephant gets roaring, your ears start to pulsate because it's so loud. So it's going to be a very intense environment for that Ole Miss football team. Uh, and, I, and, I, and like I said, for that young quarterback, I mean, it's just going to be tough for him. It's going to be tough. Uh, yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Real quick, Drew's got some of our favorite hashtag Bama hate week moments from Twitter. Drew, what are they? All right, from Gene Lorex the fourth. My dad signed for game day. We may hate our bear, but at least ours isn't dead. That's just wrong. Hold on, was Drew talking? I couldn't hear a thing he said. Drew, say it again. Can you hear me? Do you hear him now, Marcus? No, I can't hear Drew. I haven't heard Drew the entire time. I had no idea he had said anything during the entire show. Hear me now. Like, like when we were talking about the girls, I was like, oh, I guess Drew was just being shot today. Didn't think he was <laughs> I hope Drew is going out over there. Drew, speak one more time for I'm us. talking. I mean, there's levels. I can, I'm can. i going out. You're going out just Marcus not hearing, hearing you? Apparently not. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. 
Uh, well, read that tweet again, Drew. My dad signed for game day. We may hate our bear, but at least ours isn't dead. We may hate our bear, but at least ours isn't dead. What's the next one? Next tweet from B. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, did you hear? I'm hearing this mixed minus. I just hear myself. Marcus, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, but you get so you can hear me. I can hear you fine. Oh well. Well, now I'm hearing myself back in my ear. Kind of weird. <laughs> we are having all types of tech. That's why we need Cerrito. This is a show that requires two producers because of all the intricacies that pop off uh, from time to time with. Uh, the the board and everything like that. But Drew just read, uh, we may hate our bear, but at least ours isn't dead. There is no punches being pulled here when it comes to the hate that Ole Miss and Bama have for one another. The next one from B.D. Wickens is, looks like a bunch of Bama fans rolled over, woke up their cousins, brushed their tooth, and got to at game day early. Hashtag Bama hate week. And the last tweet that we have via at Sal V. Good, nothing says friend zone like a girl saying you're like a brother to me unless you're from Alabama. Hashtag Bama Hate Week. Hashtag Roll Tears Roll. So Bama Hate Week was a great hashtag, and it was fun. And now the game's underway. Marcus, both you and I are picking Alabama, correct? Uh, yeah, we're both picking Alabama. And, you know, one thing that I want to say about these tweets, Oh, they're just, they're just so funny. I mean, when you have the pot caught in the kettle black, it's just... <laughs> well, we are going to go on to our next trending topic. Sorry, sorry. Trending topic. I mean, that's just what people say about both schools. I mean, it's like those jokes that go back and forth between each one of those schools. So, you know, it's just like, you know, people... I'm, you know, come up with something. Come up with something better than, you know, you're from the South. <laughs> right, right. You're well, from the, the South. The next trending topic, speaking of the South, is the SEC. It was a rough show for the conference that many claim is the greatest conference in the nation last week with the 17-point the uh, loss. Ten- well, Oklahoma came back from being down 17 versus Tennessee. Toledo goes in and upsets Arkansas. Auburn almost gets knocked off by FCS foe Jacksonville State. So, Marcus, what, what can the SEC do this week to recover? Win, baby, win. That's all you got to do to recover. I mean, I think that, uh, I mean, each, each week these SEC teams are going to have to learn that teams, especially from other conferences, are going to be coming from them just because they are in the SEC and they have to bring their A game. You know, the Arkansas lost. Listen, I, I don't know why everybody was on the Arkansas bandwagon to start this year to begin with. I just think that Arkansas had proven themselves. I mean, they, they didn't, you know, they weren't even a ranked team to end the year. They, they didn't finish the season that great. So I don't think that Arkansas had proven themselves worthy to get all of the, you know, respect that they were getting. And so I, I just think that some of the stuff that some of the top was a little premature and some of the rankings were premature. I mean, Auburn with a new quarterback. I, I mean, how are you going to rank these guys, you know, that high when there's so many unknowns about these teams? You know, that's the problem a little bit with the uh, preseason polls because you really don't know what these guys are going to be. And then they play the first game of the year, and it's normally just a scrub. So, yeah, the first game they're going to come out looking like world beaters. And then, you know, after that is when you're really going to get into the meat of things, week three, week four. So I'm not surprised about what happened last week. You know, it just goes to show that, you know, it, it takes a few weeks to figure out who these teams are going to be. And it also takes some time for these teams to 
get their stuff together and become the team that they're going to be towards the end of the year. Well, Marcus, let me ask you this. Which which game do you think was the most embarrassing for the SEC last week? Uh, by far, Auburn. Because even though Auburn won that game, they had to do an overtime against Jacksonville State. And Auburn is one of those teams that people look at at the beginning of the year as a possible playoff contender. You know, Arkansas, yeah, folks thought that Arkansas would be a better football team, but not necessarily a playoff contender. So Arkansas losing, you know, it's like they didn't have a great season last year, so they still have, you know, a, some, well, they had a good season, not a great season. They have some ways to go. But I think the Auburn win in overtime against a far, you know, inferior opponent, you know, really, really is, you know, the one that makes the conference look bad. I mean, Tennessee looks good in their loss, even though they lost at home. They looked good in their loss. And, you know, Mississippi State, you know, lost by two to another ranked SEC opponent. So I would have to say the Auburn overtime win. Okay, I, and I, I agree with you. You can't, you can't come, you know, over an overtime away from losing to an FCS school and expect to, I guess, be credible. I, I have Auburn dropping out of the rankings entirely after that game, and after watching Louisville lose to Houston uh, last week. And so, you know, the SEC's got some some explaining to do. And when you're when you're explaining instead of boasting about how good you are, it does not usually bode well for your conference. The Big Ten, for a while, has been explaining itself to everybody in the nation. And we've seen the issues that they've had, although they did come up with a national championship last year. Uh, but we got to move on to our next trending topic, which I don't know what's going on on the other side of the glass, but trending topic. Uh, go Tigers, go. Memphis going up to Bowling Green to take on Bowling Green. Marcus, who do you like in that game? You know, I'm, I, the more the more the season goes on, the more I'm liking Memphis. I mean, Memphis is looking good, man. You know, uh, you know, if Memphis is undefeated uh, going into that Ole Miss game, I may have to make a trip to Memphis for that one, man. It's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good time, good game going on there. So I'm going to pick Memphis. Uh, I like, I mean, I like this team. I like the way they look. You should you should take Memphis anyway, Mark. Well, not take Memphis. Come to Memphis anyway, even if Memphis isn't undefeated. Well, I mean, well, for that game, you're probably right. You're probably right. I should, um, and I still may because it, I think it's either way it's going to be. It's going to be a really good football game because you know I don't think there's any chance that if Memphis goes undefeated this season that they would be in the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen. However, if you go undefeated. And one of those wins is against Ole Miss, and if Ole Miss has a good season, then you can at least make an argument. Yeah. So, I mean, Bowling Green, they have the fourth best defense, not defense, offense, excuse me, the fourth ranked uh, offense, total offense in the nation. Memphis is 10th in that category. Memphis fifth in the nation in scoring and 10th in the nation in rushing yards per game. Bowling Green, on the other hand, leads the nation in passing yards per game. And their quarterback, Matt Johnson, is a stud. He has a hoss out there at wide receiver by the name of Roger Lewis, who is coming off a 1,000-yard receiving season last year and is on pace to do the same this year and just had a 200-yard receiving game versus Maryland last week when Bowling Green went in there and knocked off Maryland. So this is going to be a high-scoring affair. And I think oh, yeah. that it, it's going to be one of those things where, you know, defense will be optional. Like both teams be close to 50, if not over 50 points in this game. No, you're right. And, uh, you know, I, I did uh, in our preseason picks, I did pick uh, Bowling Green to win this game. So, you know, either way, I think I'm covered. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Marcus. Well, we need to go on to our last trending topic. Trending topic. Super Mariota, man. How about them Tennessee Titans getting that big win on Sunday? And how good Marcus Mariota looked. Everybody is buzzing about the hometown NFL team and their new quarterback, uh, Eric Edholm of Shutdown Corner has a great piece up about Bill Polian's thought on Marcus Mariota. And this is an excerpt from that. This is Bill Polian. Quote, he's supremely intelligent. He has great football intelligence. He has incredibly high character. He's got an incredible work ethic and incandescent leadership. Football people recognize it immediately. If you go back to the NFL scouting combine it's that whole thing about, oh, he's too shy. That's not the case at all. He was, it was never the case. And so Bill Polian goes on in the article to rave about him and compare him to Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning. Well, well, come, well he's going to lead us too far. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, you know, Bill Polian, let's pump the brakes right here. Well, look. You know, Marcus Mariota looks, you know what he looks like? He looks like a faster. Alex Smith in that football game. I mean, he managed the game well. They didn't ask much of him. He didn't go deep. You know, threw a little, you know, rinky-dink, 10, 15 yards, 5 yard passes, you know, got his team down the field, managed a good game. That's what he did. Let's not, you can't, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. No, listen, when Tom Brady had Randy Moss, they were like the, 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 the best one, two, deep tandem in the NFL. I mean, you give, when, 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 uh, uh, uh Manning, you know, was there in Indianapolis. He had Reggie Wayne and Marvin Ronald. Harrison. Yeah, Robert, ha- you know, Marvin Harrison. I mean, he was going deep. Mariota has played in one game, didn't throw the ball down the field. I mean, it was great. If, if you're looking for the Tennessee Titans to be a version of the Kansas City Chiefs, I think you can get that. And I think it'll bring you some success. And there's nothing wrong with winning how you can win. But, I mean, let's not go that far right now. Come on, people. Marcus, why are you why are you raining on Tennessee Titans fans parade? They haven't no, had I'm much not. to cheer. They no. haven't had much to cheer about, Marcus, and I you just come in it. here and rain all over it. There's no, no parade I, to start with. I, I hear Drew. Alex, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Smith. You know, he before he left San Francisco, he led that team to uh, to a championship game, uh, and, and and yeah, and also. Since he's been in Kansas City, they've had a lot of success. I'm saying this from one game, he did a really good job of playing an Alex Smith good kind of game. All right. Marcus Hunter reigning on just because the 49ers are supposed to struggle this year, Marcus, doesn't mean you, you have to hate on everybody. See? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about the 49ers. Did you not see that game against Minnesota? Adrian Peterson, even though I had him in fantasy, got absolutely nothing. And the 49ers offense was great. Hyde was great. Kaepernick, oh, Kaepernick was like he's going to be a stud again. Back to his own way. So, yeah, let's talk about the 49ers and how good they look. <laughs> well, Marcus. Ma- Kaepernick goes down the field. He likes to throw the long ball. Okay, Marcus, calm down, man. <laughs> just let them be happy for a weekend, even if it's just one game. Let let the Tennessee Titans fans have their joy, hey, listen, have their moment. Two, no, it's going to be two games. You guys are going to beat the crap out of um, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, come on. Well, Marcus. Dunny Manziel, come on. Uh, so, two and, uh, at two and O star. How about that? Super Bowl or bust for the Titans this year, baby. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. well it, you know, in that division – 
You know, it's very, you know, they could easily make the playoffs. I mean, who, who, who's, who's tough in that division? Uh, we thought Indianapolis was, but they yeah. went up to Buffalo, and although Buffalo's defense is really, really good. Yeah. They really are. But yeah, I mean, listen, the Titans, I mean, you, I mean, <laughs> if, they, if, if they can get it done in any division in football, it's the one that they're in. All right, Marcus, we're going to have to let you go, man. Thanks for joining us. Uh, no problem, fellas, and thank you guys for having me. Always a pleasure. Holla at you, Marcus. All right, holla back. That was Marcus Hunter joining us, as he does every week for the first segment of the show. And let me take time to tell you guys that we are on a wide variety of social networks. You can get in contact with the show on Twitter. Kevin is at Cerrito. I am at Con Radicalness, and Drew is at DBarrett36. The show is also on Instagram. I'm at Con Radicalness on there as well. Kevin is Kevin Cerrito. Drew is at DBarrett1236. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Cerrito Live. Follow us on Snapchat. We're also on Periscope. Uh, you can email the show, live at gmail.com. You can also uh, text the show. Text us on the Sports 56 text line at 67129. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56. Fish in Stats, presented by Auto Nation GMC. 3 till 6 every weekday. Right here on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swine House every Monday night from 8 to 10 on Broad Avenue at the Rec Room every Tuesday from 8 to 10, downtown at Tampa Tap, every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, and on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. The football season is here. That means weekend trips, tailgating parties, long drives, none of which are good for your dog. Well-intentioned friends and tailgaters give them the wrong food, and you're three to 400 miles from home with a very sick family member. You lose him at a pit stop because he took off when you opened the door. Be honest, most of the time he's in the car or a small kennel. Take advantage of Barks and Recreation's football season package and get 13 weekends, including Thanksgiving, drop off Friday, pick up on Mondays for $1,995, and you'll get 50% off of any other purchase, grooming, bass, extra treats, etc., during the stay. If you don't go to every game, call Barks at 509-0909 and make your reservations for individual weekends. Barks is now taking reservations for Thanksgiving from non-footballers, too. 509-0909 or BarksDaycare.com. Barks and Recreation, between Bud Davis Cadillac and the Blue Plate Cafe in East Memphis. 
Hey guys, Dr. Philip Flynn with the Skin Clinics in Germantown here, and I want to talk to you about your hair, or your lack of it. Some men may not be concerned about it, but if you do worry about it, we have the solution. At the Skin Clinics, we have a procedure called microneedling with our revolutionary collagen pen that can help speed up your hair growth. Let's look at it in simple terms. When you plant something in the ground, you want it deep enough that the roots get a good hold and will come up strong, right? Well, with the microneedling, we will plant the hair growth compounds deep into the skin so that they will take root and produce hair in as little as eight days. Yep, in as little as eight days, you could have new hair growing with less side effects and for much less money spent. So if you're looking to ditch the Chrome Dome this year, go online to theskinclinics.com. That's theskinclinics.com and you'll see a lot more info. Or if you have questions that just want to ask someone, call us at 345-SKIN 345-7546 and you can schedule a complimentary consultation. Hair restoration that's affordable at the Skin Clinics and Germantown. Listen up, Rebel fans. You can now listen to Rebel Yell Hotline on 87.7 FM or on the web each and every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. If you can't listen to 87.7 FM, Sports 56 has made it possible to listen online each and every week. All you have to do is go to sports56whbq.com and click on the Rebel Yell Hotline banner to listen. That's Rebel Yell Hotline each and every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. on 87.7 FM or on the web at sports56whbq.com. If you haven't played Plantation Golf Club lately, then you're missing the opportunity to enjoy their new and improved greens with the same quality as Windyke Country Club. Now that they're owned by Windyke, and not only are the greens improved, but so is the clubhouse. Now with a very well-stocked pro shop, an upgraded snack bar, and all the new professionally trained staff to serve you, Plantation Golf Club is a public course with a private club experience, but with competitive rates. Book your tee time at PlantationGolfer.com or call 901-525-2411. Another pretty nice fall weekend ahead. This is your MemphisWeather.net forecast. A cold front's going to be moving through the area today. Uh, that'll bring us partly sunny skies. Could see a slight chance of an afternoon shower. Most areas are going to stay dry, though. So if you have plans going out today, Cooper Young Fest, or any of the other things going on around town, uh, don't t- put your plans on hold. You should be just fine. Just keep in mind a 20% chance of a shower. It will be fairly warm with an afternoon high of 88 degrees. Winds will be shifting to the north at about 13 behind this cold front later on this afternoon. Make for a pleasant evening as temperatures fall down through the 70s. Overnight low of 65 degrees as you wake up early Sunday morning. Partly cloudy skies tonight. For Sunday, it will be partly sunny and cooler. The afternoon high only 81. Looks like a really nice fall day tomorrow. For the latest forecast information 24-7, visit our website at memphisweather.net or download the MWN apps for iOS and Android from your app store. And be sure to check out Stormwatch Plus, our precision severe weather alert technology embedded within the app. From memphisweather.net, I'm meteorologist Eric Proceus. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. How's it going out there, Memphis? Happy Cooper Young Fest Day, I guess. Hashtag CYF. Cooper Young Fest, yeah, hashtag CYF. What's going on out there? I am CJ filling in for Mr. Kevin Cerrito. He will join this last segment of the last hour to talk some WWE wrestling and such. Uh, But first, let me, before we go to our next segment, segment with uh Kristen and Andy from Breakfast. Let me take this time to remind you guys 
about Indy Memphis. The Indy Memphis Film Festival is happening over eight days this year, November 3rd through the 10th in both downtown and midtown. Seven, seven films for this year's fest have been announced already. The full schedule will be released at the Indy Memphis Preview Party on September 30th at the Rec Room. Festival passes are now on sale at IndyMemphis.com. All right. Well, now we have some very distinguished guests here uh, coming in to talk a little bit about the breakfast, the first ever breakfast, I do believe. We have Andy Wells and Christian Yates. What's going on, Andy? Hey, hey there. How's it going? Everything is good. Everything is good. We lost Christian momentarily. We'll get her back. Again, okay, back. great. Uh, how's how's everything going? It's going well. You know, we're we're a week away uh-huh. now, and um, we're just kind of wrapping up the last little bits, and we're getting excited. Um, ticket sales are going great. Uh, we have just, I think, just uh, under two hundred tickets left. So if people still want to come out. You know, it's eight dollars pre-sale, ten dollars at the door. So yeah, we're getting we're getting pumped. Nice, nice. Now, how do I say? Am I saying it way? Am I saying it right? Is it breakfast? Yes. That's nice. Right. It's a nice little play on words there. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. Well, where did the idea for the festival come from? Um, so Kristen and I um, were actually at Italian Fest this year, kind of walking around, having a good time. And while we were doing that, we, you know, we're discussing brunch for the next day and and kind of just had this kind of crazy idea of why don't, why is there not, you know, a breakfast or brunch festival and um, where all things, you know, why do we have to decide on one place to go? So um, I think that that's where it kind of spawned from. And, uh, you know, it just was a crazy idea at first. And then after talking to some folks, it turned into actuality. Kristen, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, nice. We got Kristen on the phone now. So you guys were discussing brunch at Italian Fest. Well, let me let me ask this. Which is better brunch or brenner mm. Ooh, that's a tough one i have brenner at least once a week but there's so many great brunch places in memphis um i like trying a new place almost every weekend and there's a lot of hidden gyms out there and different restaurants that you'd never know even had brunch all right so why why did you guys choose broad ave as the location for the breakfast Um, was really supportive from the beginning. She's kind of the mayor of Broad Avenue. And it was a perfect space, outdoor venue with, um, you know, the stage for the band. And once we decided to have it there, the whole streets really rallied around us. And other businesses are having events and one-day specials that day in conjunction with breakfast. So it's kind of going to be like a whole community feel. Okay. Okay. Well, what, what can the people out there expect from who want to go to breakfast? Um. So people who are going to be attending breakfast will be able to enjoy um, live music. We have four bands coming. Um, and then we also have, I'm sorry, I just kind of lost my thing. But we also have food trucks that will be there. Um, we'll have four food trucks, gourmet, Bluff City, breakfast, or Bluff, bleh, Bluff City Biscuits, um, and Merge Memphis and El Mero Taco. Um, they'll be able to participate in games and, uh, 50 people, 50 lucky people will be able to participate in a Bloody Mary contest as well. Nice. That's, that's going to be awesome. I look forward to, to that right there myself. Yeah. 
Uh, well, Kristen, let me ask you this. What what is the Urban Bicycle Food Ministry? The Urban Bicycle Food Ministry has been around for a couple of years, and they actually deliver meals twice weekly to the homeless on bicycles. So they'll make like 300 burritos on a Wednesday night and load them in bike trailers and ride around downtown Memphis to feed the homeless. So they're doing a really cool thing for the city and it's food related. And we also know the guys that started the organization. So we automatically wanted to partner with them. Awesome. Awesome. So Andy, how, how could I become a member of the, the urban bicycle ministry? Um, I think you just, you know, you just show up on Wednesday. (laughs) They are, uh, ready to welcome new people to come down and um, and just you know bring your bike and helmet and help them make burritos and get on a bike and ride around with them. Oh, and, where where am I showing up to? Well, first uh, I got to get a bike. Uh, yes, First United Methodist Church is where they ride from. So and uh, there's also they have a Facebook page that's pretty active. That you know if you have any questions on that, they can they'll definitely point you in the right direction. Um, yeah. So First United Methodist downtown. Is their um, is their headquarters? I I would say. Okay. Well, what's going to make this uh, this festival different from some of the other festivals that are going on in Memphis this fall, Christian? Uh, uh, I think our vision for breakfast is, you know, there are going to be teams cooking in cooking competitions for brunch food, but we wanted it to be more of a festival type feel. We didn't want people, you know general admission ticket holders to come and just watch the teams compete. So, you know, with the games area and we've got the America photo booth and we've got a mobile TV trailer to watch the games that day. Um, We've got a lot of stuff going on besides just the cooking competition. So it really is going to be kind of an all day celebration of all things breakfast and brunch. Well, Andy, let me ask you this. What's your, what's your favorite food, your favorite favorite breakfast food, food? your favorite breakfast Um, food? What's interesting is I fall into the sweets category. I really like pancakes and waffles. Well, you know, sometimes like a little savory with it, like chicken waffles. That's kind of my um, <laughs> my go-to whenever we go to brunch. Uh, so that's what I'm looking forward to seeing people with their creativity, what they come up with. Kristen, what about yourself? I usually mo- go more towards like the Benedict, the salmon cake Benedict or eggs Benedict or stuff like that. Nice, nice. I'm I'm a cereal and milk kind of guy, and let me just say that I am upset that there is no cereal making contest because I know the exact amount of milk you need to pour into your Apple Jacks to to make it not soggy but and crunchy, but still soft enough to chew in deliciousness. We'll have to consider that. Next yes, time please, please, you know, put a cereal making contest in there. I pour milk with the best of them. Uh, how can how can the listeners get tickets? Uh, they can go to breakfast901.com. Um, we're also pretty active on social media if you want to go to at breakfast901. Um, and you'll find information for getting tickets and what to expect in more details. Is it too late for uh, the listeners to enter into some of the cooking contests? Or have you guys already solved that, uh, already have your numbers yeah. met? The team, the team deadline has passed. So okay. unfortunately, people would have to form a team for next year. But come out and have a great time and see how much fun the teams are having. And then next year, you can just pay yourself. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Look forward to seeing you at breakfast. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you.
That was Kristen Yates and Andy Wells uh, with the breakfast. Drew, you ready to go eat? Oh, I'm very ready to go eat. I'm an omelet man myself. Really? Love omelets. Any, put anything in it, I'll eat. <laughs> I'm t- I mean, ham. I love crab omelets. Have you ever had a crab omelet? No. It is to die for. Well, maybe I need to need to have one. Step my omelet game up. Where'd you get a crab omelet from? My dad makes them. Really? Yeah. After well, my family's from Baltimore. We get uh, Maryland blue crabs shipped down here, and whatever we have left, my dad uh, cracks them open and makes crab omelets the next day. And that's probably one of my favorites of all time. So, it so is delicious. Is it? Is it just crab meat? No, you can put crab. You can put mushroom. So, no, what? What onions. are you putting in your crab omelet? In too? my crab omelet, main a lot of crab, obviously, but I also love mushrooms, onions, peppers in it, and a lot of cheese. Oh, good gracious! I might have to try that. That sounds delicious. Um, speaking of sounding delicious, we have Seth Agronov. He's going to join us. He's from Burger Fest. We have a lot of food festivals on the show today, just making us hungry. He'll join us next on Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56. Real for over 20 years. We are Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of many Memphis area residents who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weekday nights looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like, featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito, quote, a trivia master. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warning, side effects may include weight prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play trivia with Kevin Cerrito in Overton Square at Swinehouse every Monday night from 8 to 10 on Broad Avenue at the Rec Room every Tuesday night from 8 to 10, downtown at Tampa Tap, every Wednesday night from 7 to 9, and on South Main at the Green Beetle every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Okay, CJ, so where does the healthier you start at? Well, you know it starts at the Church Health Center Wellness. Yeah, it does. We've been members over there for well over a year. And what kind of things do we like to do when we go over to get ourselves in better shape? Man, weights, cardio, basketball, strength training, they really have it all. Yeah, they do have it all. You can get in shape for all kinds of events. I know, you know I used to go over there and I used the gym to get ready for the sports ball. I used it to get ready for dodgeball, man, and it's great. I love it so much. I go 17 to 18 times out the week. 17 to 18? How did you get that many days in a week to go? They added some days on there so I can get up there and shoot hoops and ball, man. Well, you got to make sure you get your healthy on because the healthier you starts at Church Health Center Wellness. It's located at Midtown. It's 1115 Union Avenue. Church Health Center Wellness your key to a healthier you. Check them out online at www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today and find out why the I Love Memphis blog calls Church Health Center Wellness a gym for the rest of us. Want to know how you could win one of two 75-inch TVs? Join Sports 56 at Sammy Hagar's Red Rocker Bar and Grill inside Southland Park Gaming and Racing every Monday night for Touchdown Squares. 
All you have to do is join us every Monday beginning at 7 o'clock at Sammy's. Watch the football game on any one of their 55 HD TVs and enjoy 20 beers on tap all served at 29 degrees. Plus, Sammy's has a killer food menu with its own fan base. Every time you win a touchdown square, you'll win $25 in free play, and you'll qualify to win one of two 75-inch big-screen TVs that we will draw for on December 28th after the last Monday night game of the season. See Southland Park's player rewards for details. It's touchdown squares at Sammy's Red Rocker Bar and Grill inside Southland Park Gaming and Racing. It begins at 7 o'clock every Monday night, hosted by your friends from Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Hi, I'm John Stacy from the Blue and Gray Show, brought to you by Tiger Paws Carpet and Upholstery Cleaning. Please join us every Sunday evening at 5 right here on Sports 56. We'll talk with Tigers about football. We'll talk tailgating. We'll talk about the games. We'll talk about anything Tigers you want to talk about. But that's all we'll talk about. Joining me in the studio will be former Tiger players to give you the games from their perspective. That's the Blue and Gray Show, brought to you by Tiger Paws Carpet and Upholstery Cleaning. It's real Tigers talk right here on your station for real sports talk. Sports 56, WHBQ. You want a new Ford truck? The best Ford deals in the country are at our own Country Ford in South Haven. Good news. Zero for 72 has been extended with any new 2015 Country Ford F-150. Or take up to $10,000 off MSRP before discount. New 2015 Focus. Zero for 72 plus a $1,000 Ford rebate. Zero for 72 with a new 2015 Fiesta. Zero for 72 with a new 2016 Fusion. How about you pay zero interest for 60 months with a new Taurus and get a $2,000 rebate from Ford. Country Ford has 16 escapes with a $500 rebate plus zero for 60. 15 new expeditions, zero for 72. 16 new explorers, $5,000 off MSRP before discount. The best tailgating SUV sales event in the country. 95 East Goodman Road or online anytime at countryford.com. Whatever it takes, Country Ford gets it done for you. This portion of Cerrito Live is being brought to you in part by TCBY, the country's best yogurt, and by Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Now, with four Memphis area locations, it's easier than ever before to say, let's go eat at Ease. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here, once again, is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cerrito Live. I am CJ Hurt, filling in for the great Kevin Cerrito. Uh, joined alongside, as always, my man, Drew Barrett. Just a reminder, if you ever miss any portion of the show, you can always go and listen to the podcast. Just uh, go to your favorite podcasting app, search Cerrito Live, and click play and listen man you can also go to cerritolive.com and select cerrito live under the podcast tab and listen there as well and why when you subscribe to cerrito live you also get drews and mine we have a podcast playing hurt podcast it is uh an official playing hurt takeover day up here right now and you guys can listen to us we got some great stuff up drew what was the last thing we talked to the people about who the university of memphis should honor besides John Calipari. That is right. We have some great things up there as well from top sports villains to uh, we fixed the Memphis basketball program in the episode. It's some great stuff. So go ahead. Uh, subscribe to Cerrito Live. Get 
this podcast, this Arena Live podcast, and Playing Hurt. And now we are joined by Seth Agronoff of the Best Memphis Burger Fest. Seth, what is going on, man? Hey, good morning. How are y'all? We are good. We are good. Uh, real quick, let's hop into it, man. How's the how's this year's Burger Fest different from years past? Uh, wow, it's going to be exciting. We're actually moving from our old location over at Minglewood Hall to Tiger Lane, so we're we're just in, we're just increasing our space um, so much. It's such a bigger area, easy parking. Um, we have more more cooking teams. We have a huge stage, louder louder music. Uh, more vendors. There's a kid zone. We have craft beer garden. There's just so much to do. Oh, nice. What's what's in the kid zone? Uh, the kid zone, which is uh, sponsored by Pirtles, it's going to be some uh, a video game trucks, some inflatables, a little putt putt, thing, a little basketball shoot, a football throw, uh, some face painting, uh, all sorts of different crafts. It's going to be a great day to be a kid at Burger Fest. Put it that way. Can I'm not a kid. I'm I'm kind of grown, but can I can I be a kid for that day? Because all that stuff sounds fun, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Although you may have more fun in the uh, craft beer garden, which will have uh, you know under a tent. We'll have some fans in there. Have a whole bunch of different beers, and we'll have some SEC football on TV. Oh, nice, nice. So football games will be showed at this year's Burger Fest. Uh, in the VIP tent for sponsors, and in the in the beer garden, which which does have a small admission, but um, but it will be out there. Oh. Awesome. Uh, speaking of admission, is it too late for me to enter a team in? Uh, no, I've got a couple of spots on the on the parking lot. We could squeeze some teams in. I mean, there's nothing like having a little tight elbow room, but uh, we can get a couple more teams on. Okay, how how can I uh, sign up to play or to uh, compete? You can, sign, you can sign up under the uh, compete link at bestmemphisburgerfest.com. It's also a great place to buy your tickets in advance. Just try to save some time at the gate. Awesome, awesome. Well, you mentioned that you guys are moving from – Minglewood Hall to Tiger Lane. Uh, what brought about that decision to make that move, and why Tiger Lane? Well, first of all, I just want to say, you know, the folks over Minglewood Hall are great. You know, w- without them, we would never be where we are now. Um, it's been three great years over there. But the problem is is that we, we had the festival in their two parking lots. So you can only put so many cars up and down Monroe. You can only put so many cars in the cash saver parking lot before they start getting towed. So we just, we just couldn't grow if we couldn't bring more people to the event. So we, we looked all around. We looked at downtown. We looked at Overton Square and really thought that the best place for us is going to be uh, Tiger Lane. So we're going to give it a shot this year. Um, I'm sure it's going to be awesome, and hopefully we have found our new home. Nice, nice. Hopefully so, man. I, I look forward to having it out there at Tiger Lane in the shadows of the Liberty Bowl and a, the Coliseum. Yes, it's going to be so awesome, man. Uh, if you had a burger named after you, what would be the, the toppings on the burger? I had a burger named after me. I'll tell you, I started playing around at home by putting um, spicy jalapeno Cheetos on my burgers lately, and I've got to tell you, it, it, it'll knock your socks off. It's good stuff. Um, I, I like a little heat. You know, I kind of, me personally, I kind of avoid the lettuce and tomato because it basically just it's fluff. I go with things like jalapeno, um, or spicy Cheetos, and good cheeses, onion, pickle, mustard. Um, that's the kind of stuff I like. Obviously, there's you know there's gourmet burgers. There's some great burgers all over the city. Um, I I totally stay out of the judging tent. You know, I come in and say hello to some of my you know people that are judging, and then I, I get out of there. So we really really leave it up to the judges to make a decision on the best burgers. So so 
I'm I'm going back to the burger that you've made. The the jalapeno Cheetos are they? Is that what does that do to the burger? I know it adds a crunch, but what else does it add to your burger? Well, the flavor. I don't know if you've ever had the jalapeno Cheetos, but it's it's a game changer in terms in terms of Cheetos or chips. Um, it just adds a nice nice little spice. You know, the, 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 they definitely start to kind of melt down a little bit, maybe get a little little bit soggy. But if you eat it fast enough, it's not going to be you know it's not like a soggy burger. Oh, that seems that like it would be heartburn, though, if you ate it too fast. Well, <laughs> you know, there's always time for that. But, you know, it's it, for me, it's all about flavors. It's kind of taking that great, original, um, just classic-type cheeseburger and kind of stepping it up with, with some good toppings. You know, but at the same time, always remembering that it's about the burger and not necessarily the topping. So it's got to all be complimentary. Okay, so do I pay at the door? Can I pay uh, before I get there? How does that work? Okay, well, we, it's a it's a ten dollar admission. It covers your parking and admission. It's for uh, it's uh, free for kids under twelve, and you could either buy tickets in advance at bestmemphisburgerfest.com or you can you know pay at the door. Okay, where where exactly is the door going to be? Uh, there's going to be three entrances to the festival. Um, basically, you're looking at two sides of Early Maxwell coming up, uh, you know, on the sides of Tiger Lane. One coming off Central, one coming off the Southern, over on the Coliseum side, and then. If you come in off of East Parkway, you'll kind of be diverted into. Well, you'll you'll park, and then there'll be one entrance, kind of on that, on that. I guess the western end of Tiger Lane. Right. Okay. So I, I imagine that the main part or the main entrance, or we're anticipating anyway, is going to be the, on the the Central Avenue side of Rowan Maxwell. But we'll, we'll have people at both gates. Take cash, credit card, um, firstborn child, and <laughs> <laughs> get my firstborn child to get into Burger Fest. Yeah. It's uh, gonna be it's gonna be a great day. I, I look forward to it. And for those who don't know what what Burger Fest is or what to expect, can you give them a little bit of what to expect? Yeah, well, if you're familiar with the Southern Hot Wings Festival, it's, we, we set it up a lot like that. And the fact that you know, if you come down there, we want you to eat. So our, through some of the very generous sponsors that we've had or have, we, we we give the team some extra ground beef to cook with throughout the day. So they're going to be cooking samples, in, you know, in between their competitions. And um, they're going to be handing out little samples. We'll have little donation boxes set up on the tables. If you feel inclined, go ahead and drop a dollar or whatever in the donation boxes. But, you know, we really spread it out. So there's about 35 teams all over Tiger Lane. We want you to walk around, kind of see it all, listen to the music, and, uh, you know, make some donations. But definitely come get your eat on. You know, eat some burgers. Yeah, I, I've, I've gone the past three years, and it's great. You just walk around, people. And the the teams, while they're cooking for the contest, they're also cooking for people walking around as well. And so Absolutely. you just walk around, and they'll cook you up a little piece of a burger, and you eat that one, and you go on to the next team. Man, it's, it's really, really fun. What other contests uh, do you guys have outside of the Best Burger Contest? Okay, well, around 3 o'clock, we're also going to be doing a slider eating competition sponsored by Slider Inn. Um, and we'll have about 12 people up on stage eating as many sliders as they can in about seven and a half, eight minutes. Uh, a guy named Buck Rogers, not from the 21st century, but a guy named Buck Rogers locally has the uh, there is a reigning champion, I think, with 13 and a half sliders from last year. Yes, I remember uh, we him. Have, <laughs> we also have um, a pickle eating contest for kids. Uh, early in the morning, before the gates opening, our teams are going to be competing in a 9 a.m. Bloody Mary competition. Uh, and I believe when you get to the Liberty Bowl, maybe selling some Bloody Marys. Oh, uh, nice! And then, and then finally at 12. 30, I believe the teams are cooking. Well, it is 12.30. I was just trying to confirm the time. 
uh, teams will be cooking in a margarita competition, which is which is something new for us this year. But you know, we've got a great sponsor with Jose Cuervo, and uh, we're we're going forward with it. So we're we're going to see some great looking margaritas. Yes, this this sounds like it's going to be an absolute blast. I was in that eating contest last year and managed to knock down eight sliders. Uh, you got any pointers for me on how I can get my slider eating uh, speed up? Yeah, I mean practice. <laughs> <laughs> but other than practice, you got to just push through that meat wall because after about four or five, you start feeling you start feeling it, and you hit the what we call the meat wall, and you just got to push through it. And uh, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, the hot Manhattan's hot dog eating competition on the Fourth of July. Yes. You noticed uh, Joey Chestnut, Matt Stoney, those guys they they jiggle a lot. They they kind of jump up and down so that those uh, those hot dogs you know kind of force their way down a little bit. They make your bodies make room for them. Nice, nice. I, I'll have to enter the contest first and then jump up and down as I eat my slider in burgers. Yeah. But that just seems like a such a disservice to slider in burgers because they are so good. I want to savor every bite. Like when I bit into it last year, I was thinking, wow, I don't want to wolf this down. I want to enjoy this. <laughs> I'm with you. I, I love their food. I think, you know, it's one of my favorite lunches in Midtown. And then, you know, if you can kind of go, if I go after work, that James, they, they have this Jameson slushy, which is. Oh, I, I hadn't heard about this one. Oh, that sounds oh, delicious. It is It is basically the best brain freeze you'll ever have. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I'm going to have to get out there and try me one of them, a Jameson slushy. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. Before we let you go, uh, since you are head of the Burger Fest, the best Memphis Burger Fest, let me, let me ask you this, Seth. The best burger you ever ate was what? From where? Um, wow kind of puts a lot of local places in on, on a spot oh so i'm a, sorry i didn't I'm, mean to I'm put them in the spot i'm gonna give you like my top five and, and i've okay. got a partner too so, so it's, it's me and my partner tim jane who do, who do burger fest but my top five i would say would be alice's tavern because it's always consistent and it's always good roxy's grocery downtown on north third i love the kooky canuck uh holy smoke burger it's, it's really a fried jalapenos on there it's so good uh, another one that I've really enjoyed lately is Max Burgers. It's uh, over on uh, Spotwell, uh, I, I believe, where um, Dan McGinnis used to be. And uh, finally, man, it's just up Madison Avenue, you know, that little quick check. They do that. If, if, uh, I know it's it one of like the top 100 dishes in Memphis was the Bibimbap. Well, now they do the Bibimbap on top of a burger. Oh, nice. It's, it's crazy. It's, <laughs> it's so many flavors coming at you at once. It's messy. It's egg. It's, it's, it's just great. All right, Seth. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. We look forward to seeing you. Uh, when is Burger Fest? Burger Fest is uh, Saturday, October 3rd, two weeks from today, 1030 to 6. And all the information is online at bestmemphisburgerfest.com. All right. Thank you so much, Seth. Have a good one. Guys, thank you. That was Seth Agronoff of Best Memphis Burger Fest joining us to talk a little bit about burgers. We're going to take our uh, top of the hour break, but before we go, uh, let me tell you guys about Playhouse on the Square, located at Union and Cooper in the Overton Square Theater District. Playhouse on the Square is Memphis's only professional theater and the perfect place to take a date. I take my dates there all the time, and my girlfriend, she loves it. Playhouse on the Square is proud to announce its selections for the 2015-2016 season. The upcoming season will see multiple blockbuster musicals as well as numerous regional and world premiere productions, including Carrie the Musical, Sister Act, Peter Pan, Green Day's American Idiot, and the regional premiere of the hit musical Memphis. So go ahead and check out Playhouse on the Square today and see about getting you some theater tickets. It's a nice, sophisticated uh, date, 
It's affordable also. You have a grand time, man. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take this break, but when we come back, we will be joined by OMSpirit.com's Ben Garrett to talk about the matchup between the University of Mississippi and Alabama football teams today. You're listening to Real Sports Talk, Sports 56.